All right, welcome back to the channel today, my friends, and have I got a good one for you, or probably a better word is a crazy one for you. So, you know this channel is about finance, it's about economics, but it's also sometimes we look at the future, we look at what's coming down the line. I make a lot of predictions, they tend to be financial or economical, but I am working on a big project at the moment that will be coming soon, and that will be based on technology and medical and all sorts of other things that are coming in the future. Now, we've got a good idea of what's happening because of a lot of the reports. And just over the last week then, so this was between the 13th and 15th of February, was the World Government Summit. A better description would have been the One World Government Summit, where they stated, so this was their goal, shaping future governments. This is in order to facilitate the transition to the 2030 global government. Now, you might think, hold on, hold on, wait a second. Did you just say a transition to a global government by 2030? Well, yes and no. Officially, the line is that that doesn't exist. But unofficially, when you read through the documents, there is a plan for 2030. There is then a plan for 2050. And then the, the one after that, is 2071, where this sort of is complete in effect, the entire plan is complete. Most of us will be long dead by then anyway, so we won't have to worry about that. Although, although, and this will come into a recent video that I've been working on for weeks and weeks and weeks. Actually, I think that by the time we reach about 2030, what they're talking about here, we're probably gonna reach escape velocity on death and all the medical things that are coming. And again, we'll touch on a couple of this because it is disturbing some of the things that they talked about in this conference. So I'm not going to go into the stuff that you've probably already seen, you know, Elon Musk and what he said and a few other people. I might touch upon a couple of things, but I want to focus on things that were very deep in these documents. You're talking over 10,000 pages worth of documents and, and reports, very detailed reports. So let's get started with a few of the key things then. So this was in the UAE, so the United Arab Emirates. It was in Dubai, more than 20 heads of state, 150 participating governments, leaders and uh, policymakers, heads of international organizations, the usual ones, entrepreneurs, innovators, academics, private sector, and thought leaders, although all of the thought leaders were having the exact same thoughts. <laughs> there was no opposing thoughts of, hold on, if we do a lot of this, won't it cause some negative impacts here? Oh, don't even talk about that because those things don't matter. To do this transition, and you'll hear the word shock quite a lot, they talk about how there's going to be this huge shock when they make this transition. And they talk about a lot of programming and preparedness for people now. And, and, they, and again, if you go into the documents, it talks about all the measures for this. So media, one we talk about a lot, is there to help transition people across to this new world uh, that we are moving into. So at the conference then, there was a lot of education programs. So these were to educate the government leaders on and decision makers on how best to implement these policies that had been agreed upon. Now, it's quite interesting when we talk about Klaus in a moment, whereas he's basically, if you watch the video and you watch his speech, he's putting himself forward as the man to, well, not necessarily head this up because 
by that point he's going to be even older than he is now but he's talking about the sort of people that he thinks will be great for this i made a list of those three names okay so young global leaders like trudeau macron or newsom it reminds me of uh, he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon that's what that uh, reminds me of there if you understand the reference and even with the media that was at the event here it was all the same kind of media on one side so cnn cnbc bbc then you had organizations like the united nations the imf and then we had the pioneer of the smart cities the 15-minute cities uh, the world bank we had the WHO chief and a lot of the usual suspects. <laughs> I think we'll use that word. Now, I thought it was quite interesting when in, they went into their forecast. So 2023 to, uh, through to the next uh, 10 years, or at least the next seven years to 2030. You'll remember when I initially did my 2020 forecast, it's still on the, the channel here, and it's called the Great do a search for that one, one of the most popular videos. All the things I talked about in that video that were conspiracy and everything else is exactly what they've put in their forecast here. So let me just mention some of the things they've said will happen um, as we go towards 2030. Number one, mass migration. They said that what we've seen so far um, in, in terms of North Africa, Middle East, etc., and also South America moving north into the, the USA, etc. They said, you haven't seen anything yet. So I don't know what that says to you, but uh, just looking at the, the drastic changes across these different regions at the moment and how this is accelerating, if we haven't seen nothing, or as the old expression goes, you ain't seen nothing yet. If we haven't seen that, then uh, good luck, my friends. But the next one was, Again, another forecast that I made a long time ago, mass layoffs due to AI, up to half of the population. Now, I'm not sure if they're saying this is by 2030, but certainly in the longer term, will be um, will lose their jobs. It will be replaced by AI. Mass social unrest. Pay attention to this one. They talked about mass social unrest, especially in cities. Got to underline this one. What did I say? This would all go to the cities if you can get more rural because they talk about if you're going to stay in the cities, the control measures, well, they don't call them control measures, assistance measures, I think they refer to them as. But remember, whatever word they use, just flip it. And they talked about the merging of humans and technology. In fact, it will be difficult to get anything done in the future unless you have the right biotech or or what I would call the mark, or what we would call the mark. So this was an actual statement they were talking. And again, we can reference this even from a biblical perspective, where it talks about how you won't be able to in the future do any transactions in the marketplace without the mark. And that sounds to me a little bit like that, where if you're in the city, you can't go into the store. In fact, perfect example, let's prove this right now. Have you been into these Amazon Fresh stores? Because I went into one of them when I was in London and I didn't understand how this thing worked at all. I had to ask the one man, the one uh, employee who was in there and he explained that I had to swipe my, you know, scan my code, which then was on the phone. But in the future, this will be in your, this hand. <laughs> and then you walk around and what does it do? It, it sees your face 
so it's using the, the facial recognition technology. And then if you pick up an item and put it in your basket, it knows that you have done that. So we're moving very quickly into this dystopian world now. There were a lot of other fascinating documents, even with the amount of uh, that I consume and read each day. I haven't been able to get through all of these. We are talking over 10,000 pages and some of it is quite detailed. So one thing we have here is government in 2071. This is a very enlightening guidebook. Recommend you have a look at Global Government Services Handbook 2023, which is now Global Labor Resilience Index 2023 as well. I, honestly, there are loads of these, but one thing I want to show you, and this will sort of blow your mind a little bit because it definitely blew my mind when I went on here. So let's get uh, a little closer here. It's a little finicky. But this was something they made in 2018. Now, I'm not going to be able to talk about the V subject, but that is um, definitely on here. Uh, so that's something we can't talk about on this platform, but it's worth having a look. Now, you look here from 2018, the forecasts and things that they talked about, and it's pretty shocking and disturbing, actually. And then you have all of these forecasts out for the next decades. So we have everything from uh, what they call self-assembling matter. Many of you who have ever seen some of my older presentations will know this as foglets, where the matter actually assembles itself. So you won't even need uh, to actually get drones and things to deliver things to you in the future. We also have the molecular assemblers, molecular printer. This is pretty scary as well, as well as the tech that will be running through your body. Again, something they say you won't have a choice if you want to stay in the cities. What about the biological supercomputer then? Talk about AI on steroids. But this is the one that I think is the most disturbing. I don't know what you think. You can let me know below. Did you ever watch Black Mirror and you saw this episode? This is called a transcended video game. But I watched it and I was hooked on that episode, how the guy who was a psychopath could take a tiny bit of DNA from a person, put it into this machine that was like a supercomputer, coded it and actually put you into a video game where you became his slave. It was the craziest thing ever. And the reason I mentioned that is because uh, there was another point on there I should have showed you, but it talked about how they're going to be able to actually capture your memory in the future and code you into an online program. And this is where the matrix really comes in because they talk about how you won't actually know the difference between being in a program and really living in reality. And that made me think, hold on, hold on. How do I know I'm living in reality already then? Maybe, maybe this has already happened multiple times before, but this is what they're talking about how they're going to get to the point. And they're already saying that they can hack human beings and their minds already now. And some of the other speakers were Cambridge Analytica and, you know, all these other AI type of um, companies that we are very much aware of. Another thing they warned about them, uh, they put an emphasis on key policies and institutions that countries need to have in place better preparedness for shorter term shocks such as COVID-19, including the next, they say here, the next 
pandemic, which could come any day now, they say. Rising inflation, tightening financial conditions, and longer-term stresses such as tech disruptions and green transitions, which they are saying is going to be coming very shortly. Which is funny because you then have the other arm of the government, which is the media, who actually say the complete opposite. Oh no, everything's fine, look at this strong economy. It's so interesting how they all play one against the other. Uh, another key statement that I made a note of here, of course all these new technologies can be easily weaponized, so we need a one-world governance, they didn't say the T word, governance to oversee these things. <laughs> of course they do, of course we do Klaus. Definitely. The next one was this new report on the metaverse, and they think that uh, Zuckerberg is the perfect, tr most trustworthy person to bring all of this about. Uh, another statement then, many won't have a choice if they want to work. They will have to work in the metaverse. So in other words, if you don't work in the metaverse at this point, you, you're probably not going to have a job or you're not going to be able to transact because they, again, they talk about these new CBDCs. But yeah, Klaus was on fire at this conference. Um, he talked about, he has the solution, I have the vision. <laughs> of course he does. Of course he has the vision. Just like he had the vision in, in 2018 and 2019 for the world that was going to change in 2020. How he knew. How he knew is a, is a mystery. He also said, whoever masters AI technologies in some way will be the masters of the world. We then had the UN Secretary General, again made, said a lot of things, but he said short-term policy making will not work and the world will have to reinvigorate multilateralism. He went on to say this applies to every challenge we face, so there's nothing going to be omitted. Every challenge we face should be part of this one world governance system. So one thing they didn't make clear anywhere, and I've really gone through, was who is going to be in charge of this one world governance? It's hard to say, but I'm going to guess, I think it's going to be to do with a number of organizations from the United Nations, from the WEF, and then they're going to have, again, WHO and all these other three-letter organizations, but then they're going to create probably some new organization that sits above all of them. And this is where they talk about this uh, this young global leader coming in, but we, we've been warned about this. We've been warned that someone is going to come along, you know, this one world sort of leader. He's going to be very charming and, you know, he's going to uh, appear to be, you know, the savior and, and all this kind of stuff. I don't think it's going to be any of those three men, Trudeau, Macron, Newsom. They've already showed their, their cards. So look out for someone new would be my forecast. Another thing that Klaus said then, was that the world has deglobalized. However, now is the time to re-globalize it again, but in the right way. So you've got to read into that. What does he mean? Well, he means the way it was done before wasn't the right way. And that's not surprising now when you see all the businesses that have collapsed, all the jobs that are collapsing, this huge transition. We then had this, which was really worrying. His name was Dr. Roger Kornberg. This was... Um, I don't know what to say about, about this guy, but he basically said that when the next pandemic strikes, which could be as soon as tomorrow, and then he went on to say all this stuff about it, 
Again, all that stands between that capability and its implementation is the slow pace, the bureaucracy, the risk adverse nature of agencies, regulatory agencies. It's a broken system and it needs to be fixed. All these people agreed with him. Yeah, the, the way we did the, you know, the this time around, how ridiculous is it? I still have to use code words and all this because you're not allowed to say these words on YouTube. He basically said the way it was done this time around was too slow. It needs to be done quicker in future. We need to be able to roll it out. Um, he stopped short of saying to force it on the entire population, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was thinking that. Another one from Dr. Sultan Al Jaber. He says that we need to bring global emissions down by 43% by 2030 and that it looks as though this is an easily achievable goal as long as everybody commits to what they've said. Now, what have they said? Uh, destroy all the farms in the Netherlands. Yeah, we, we know about that one. Again, so many statements and predictions here. Uh, Prince Rahim, it's estimated that 80% of the world's population will live in these cities uh, by the middle of this century. So that's only 27 years away. We had another outrageous statement. I didn't I'm not sure who said this. Many of the new policies will be designed to keep the human species in check. Who talks like that? Seriously, who talks like that? The human species, since they cannot control themselves, uh, sorry, since they cannot keep themselves in check, without our governance, they will turn to chaos. And he's re referencing history and how these things have happened before, French Revolution, etc. But what I think is quite funny is how they are kind of excluding themselves from a lot of these new policies and you know some of the justifications are pretty outrageous that well we help to you know bring these things about we are the you know the enlightened ones we know what's best so we don't have to go by these policies oh no 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 it, this is just to enforce onto all these uh, other people again we keep hearing about this shock that will be required to bring uh, forward the transformation a global urgency this all needs to happen very quickly yeah overall i think you get the general idea here this is not going to be good my friends we've got a uh, i mean this is just non-stop every day seems to be something else there's this new i've got enough content now for this channel for the next 10 years i think with just all the things that are being predicted and all these new policies and these thousand page documents for me to read through is going to be quite the wild ride. I hope you uh, get a lot of value from these videos. You you take note, you start to implement things for, for your life, for your family's life. And for those of you who are investors, next week, so probably a week and a half, the start of March, I will actually be doing a, quite a detailed and long presentation within the private community on a, a lot of things that are coming. I'm going to go into absolute minute detail on future technologies and future trends and all of this so that we can actually look at well how do we invest into this environment as we go forward where do we move because most people when they look at their investments and things they're really only looking short term oh what does jim kramer on cn cnbc and all these are the what do they say but actually what you need to do and this is why i've been successful with my investments you've got to look way ahead into the future only then can you uh, actually make those investments knowing what's going to be coming down the line. So that presentation will be out at the start of March. Just keep an eye on it in your email boxes for those of you in the private community. All right. Well, apart from that, I also have a finance course below in the description. 
But I'm going to leave it there today. Thank you so much for watching. Take care. God bless you guys. And I will see you tomorrow.